Hello, Fempreneurs. Welcome to episode 105. Today I will be interviewing Leah, and she just held an amazing event. She worked with me to complete an event design and marketing plan, and it was a two-week process. She's going to summarize it in the interview, as well as talk a little bit about why she started her business, of course. And then she has also built this checklist for, like, as a downloadable um, document for you, so you can go and use it. So this is a system that you know she worked with me to execute my plan, but she added some really cool little extras to it, and those are in there too. So you can find the link to download that in the show notes. Or you can just go to yycfempreneurs.com slash Leah, L-E-A-H. All right, let's dive in. Tell us like why you started your business and what your business is. I started my business because I had a personal need. And I think that's where we end up getting our inspiration from. Something in our own life comes up and we need to find an answer. And so I needed healing. I needed transformation. And I needed to find something that really worked. And I went on a journey of discovery. I found SIT and I found neuroscience. And I learned that through those things, I was able to transform my life and create real healing in my world. And so I, I learned that if I needed that, other people do too. And it became my, my joy, I guess, as well as my obligation to bring that to as many people as I can. Nice. And you said SIT. What does SIT stand for again? I can never remember that. No, that's okay. It's called subconscious imprinting technique. It's a big mouthful. It's just a really fancy way of saying that we kind of hack into the subconscious brain, figure out what programs are running in the background and take the ones that are no longer serving us that we don't want to carry anymore. And we say enough, they no longer serve me. I'm going to release them. And then we place a new program into the mind. What is it you want to do now? So we take the thing that's holding you back, pull out the root and then put in the new program of what you want moving forward instead. Okay. Yeah. So will you tell us a little more of the recent story about your business? I was just telling the ladies before you hopped on about meeting you at Kukanusa Lake and how we've been spending a lot of time together ever since. And I've been helping you with your marketing, but like what mm -hmm. happened where you were like, okay, I'm, I'm full into this business. I'm jumping in with two feet. Well, I think I tried a few years ago and I think timing is super important. Um, I think we all have to go through our own journey and we have to get to a place where things click. And so I tried a few years ago. Um, I tried, you know, creating a business that I would have done well with networking and be able to go out and meet people during COVID in a brand new city where I didn't know anybody. So I tried virtually online through social media and I really didn't get a lot of great traction. Um, and so I think I became very discouraged and thought, well, maybe this is supposed to just be a hobby then. So I guess I'm going to go out, I'm going to work, I'm going to get the paycheck, I'm going to do the thing that I'm supposed to do. And then I guess I'll just do this in the evening and the weekends for the people that are meant to find me. And I was miserable. <laughs> I was so unhappy and so out of sync with what I'm designed to do and my calling that it got worse and worse and worse every month. And I, I almost, I almost got to the place where I had forgotten what I'm good at and what I'm here for and what my mission is. And then I met you guys this summer. I was like, smarten up. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you have a job to do. Get on it. And I knew when I met you, and I knew just listening to you in the first couple hours of, our, of us meeting, I knew it wasn't an accident. Um, I knew there was a direction there for me. And I just decided to be open and follow it. And whatever came up, I was going in with both feet. And here we are. Awesome. Awesome. So to talk to our viewers and listeners right now, so 
like when I help women with their marketing, the first thing I want them to do is hold an event of some sort. And the word event probably has a meaning in all of your minds. You probably think, get a bunch of people together in a room, put money (laughs) forward for a venue. You probably are thinking way bigger than what this has to be. Um, Leah did go probably a little bigger than a lot of people do at first with your first event, which was awesome. But one thing that is considered an event, which I always encourage entrepreneurs to have or to create is a free gift on their website, a little taste of their awesomeness. You're not giving it all away for free, but you're giving them a little experience of working with you so that they can experience a quick win, a little bit of that, you know, positive change you can make in their lives. And then they want more and not all of them want more, but a lot of them will. And so one of the cool things that Leah did was she said, well, yeah, I'm going to make a free gift, of course. And so that's happening. We have, I think that'll be on the website probably by, by the time this is on the podcast for sure. And she was like, and I'm going to hold an event. And so another one of the women that, well, basically the reason I met Leah was through Amanda, who has a clinic, a chiropractic clinic here in Cochrane. And they came up with this idea for an event. So will you tell the story kind of from that point, Leah, of where, where that all went? I know you have a checklist as well. I do. So I don't know if you want to kind of just like read through the checklist and kind of give a little bit of meat and behind the scenes or however you want to do it. But yeah, it's, it's your show. You, you run it how you want. <laughs> sure. Thank you. Uh, I, you're right. I did. I kind of piggybacked. So there's some steps that Lindsay was highly recommending and saying, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, that's great, but let's also do this at the same time. So maybe make sure that you listen to her and do the step-by-steps and, you know, don't just bite it all off at once and jump in if your plate's a little bit full. Um, There was times through the process where I did feel a little overwhelmed and I had to step back and breathe and think, okay, I'm not failing myself. I'm still showing up every day. Even if I don't feel like it's hundred percent of where I wanted to be, I started using the 80, 20 rule. So if it's 80% good enough, I'm calling it done. If there's 20% work to be done on it, I'll get to it later. What if I never do? Big deal. Um, and I had to remind myself of that quite often because there's many days where I was like, okay, what am I doing? This, this got ridiculous really quickly. Um, but basically it started with, I, need, I knew I needed to get in front of people. I needed to connect and I needed to start creating relationships off of just the social media platform that I had used before. And I knew that the best way to do that was to take Lindsay's advice and create an event and it was funny because at first they said to her, I was like, I want 20 people in the room. And she was like, okay. Um, but if you get three or four, that's also really good too. <laughs> okay. I don't care. We're getting 20 women in the room. That's my goal. And we're going to hit it. And we did. So I think the coolest part about this before we even start is that we have to say that following all of this and doing what Lindsay told me to made it a sold out event. This wasn't just an event where it was my first time ever. And no one, I don't know anybody in the city. And yet we followed these steps. We had a sold out event and the room was packed and for the next venue, we're going to have to either figure out what to do to fit more people in, or if we're going to have to have two events, who knows what we're going to do. But um, it basically started with all the advice that she had for me, which was the first few steps of getting a couple of really important programs behind me. And the, the first program that she got me onto was Canva and she convinced me it was user-friendly and uh I've been called Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine multiple times when it comes to me and technology so there's a few moments where I was like this is not user-friendly and Lindsay was like it's okay I've got you but in there she showed me how to make 
images that were the right size for Instagram, images that were the right size for my Facebook page, images that were the right size to post to my storyline. Um, and while she was helping me build that, we also opened up an Eventbrite account. So that Eventbrite was where all of my ticket sales went through. And um, that helps to create an email list. It helps to track all your sales. There was a lot of benefit that came from that as well. I'm just going to kind of do like an overview of the few things we used. Um, and then we also used GetResponse. So she opened up a GetResponse account for me the same time. So we had Canva, GetResponse, and Eventbrite all being built in that uh, same, yeah, go ahead. Can I just pause you for one second, just add in yeah. that none of that costs you money. Like you use free yes. Canva, free Eventbrite. Yep. Well, Eventbrite takes money if you make money. And yes. you're still on the 30-day free get response, which you can stay on forever. You don't have to upgrade. You can stay on the free version forever. I just wanted to mention that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even with the free versions, super, super great stuff that you can create. Like it was, they're beautiful programs. Um, so while we were doing all of that, um, I had had, this all happened in the same day, by the way. So I met with Amanda in the morning and, and shared with her my vision. I said, I want to have an event. I need to meet people. I need to get my message out to the world. And I know that I was, you know, that I, I met you to help that happen. And Amanda looked at me and said, well, I have a clinic. <laughs> cool so now i had a venue once you have a venue location or a way of so whether it's social media doing a zoom whatever it is that you're using once you have that platform figured out now you know what you're building you know what kind of systems you need in place and so from there i said okay well we're going to figure out a date let's do this we drove straight to her clinic i walked around the space got a feel for what i was building and then sorry and then i went straight from there to lunch with Lindsay. We had amazing food at Donair on the Run. I have to drop that plug because oh, delicious. So I uh, went in there, had some lunch, talked a mile a minute about my dream. And I just kept pouring out my ideas to her. And she was just scribbling notes as fast as she could. But the important thing that I learned afterwards is that she was pulling out all of my keywords and my key phrases. And she was writing down all of those main things that I kept saying that were my passionate messages that I don't realize I'm even repeating, but they were new to her. So maybe share your ideas with someone that's jotting down what you're saying, because all of those things ended up being the content that I used to build my event on my Facebook page, on Eventbrite, all those descriptive words that you need. That all came through me sitting across from her at lunch going, this is what I want. <laughs> she was scribbling it all down. So we had that lunch. And she said, okay, let's, let's set up a meeting. And within a week, we got together again, built all of those systems, built all the images, got the event launched on Eventbrite. Um, and from there, we, let me just check our checklist. Where are we? We, mm -hmm. uh, she showed me how to change my booking link on my website. So when you go to my website, my main page says book now to book a session with me. We changed that instead to register now for the event. And we changed the main page on my website to have the photo for the event on there. So anytime that someone was fed to my website, the first thing they saw was that I was hosting an event, which is super cool because as a business owner, that makes you look really legit when you're hosting a live event. So she put that right on the front page of my website. And from there, we went and did uh, my business Facebook page. We shared the live event to that. We did a post on Instagram on the stories and then shared that to Facebook. We did a post on all the news feeds and she customized, she showed me how to customize each image so that the image had the correct information on it for whatever platform we were on. So if we were on Facebook, it just said, you know, click the link below or go to my website. But if it was on my website, it said register here. So she customized each little one. And again, those are just details that 
you know, make it look that much greater, but you can do simple versions of these things too. Um, and then we, oh, and then from there, so now we have everything live. The world knows what's going on. And I started creating a list of people that I knew in the local area or friends of friends that I knew that were going to be anywhere close to the, the radius of this event. So if somebody lived anywhere from Calgary all the way to Cochrane, I wrote all their names down and I started personally text messaging friends and family and saying, Hey, I'm hosting my first event and I would love to have your support and please come out and show your support for me. And people did. It was amazing. Women rallied around and they really said, we're going to come out and we're going to support her on her first event. And we filled the room. So that was a really cool personal touch too, to just reach out with those people that you already know and use those places as ways to kind of connect and spread into other people's worlds. Um, from there, we talked about building some forms and some emails. So the first form that we designed was something that was designed to create a connection and communication between the people that had purchased tickets and myself before the event. So because this is a collaboration event, um, I had a lady come in and do acupuncture, a lady come in and do sound bowls, as well as my therapy that I was offering during sessions. So um, I wanted to know what were people coming for and what were they hoping to receive out of the event and what did they want to leave feeling? And so the more information you can get from people before they even arrive, the more you can customize your event to make sure people feel heard and feel like they got value. So the biggest thing Lindsay was saying was we really have to make sure that these people that are purchasing tickets are coming in and they're going to walk away feeling like they want to tell the world about your event. And the way you do that is making them feel like they were heard, like it was personal and like they got really good value out of it. So she showed me how, and I still have some blockers. Like, can you help me build these, Lindsay? Apparently they're supposed to be super easy. She showed me how to build these forms where you can go in and create just multiple choice questions, two or three questions. It doesn't have to be very complicated, but it does a few things. They're now on your email list. So you've got future contact with them and they can respond back to you and say, I'm most looking forward to the acupuncture. I am looking forward to being relaxed and calm. I want to leave feeling rejuvenated and ready for the next day or whatever it was that you personally do for each of your questions. And then at the end, they click submit. And I, and I told them in one of the emails for every person who fills out a form, you get an extra draw on the door prize. So having some kind of a free giveaway or connection point at your event is a really great way to get people to contribute to giving you the information you need. So there's a lot of trade-offs that are happening in events. Um, our door prize was phenomenal. It had $845 value. So I was really proud to promote that to the ladies that were coming and be able to say to them, you know, for this fabulous door prize, all I need is a couple of minutes of your time, not even just please fill out a few questions for me and it's going to help me build my business. So I did that and the response was great. We really yeah. got really good feedback through that form. You had over half, I think, of the attendees have completed the pre-event gathering for the info gathering form. And I think mm -hmm. the same number completed your feedback form, which are pretty high numbers compared to what I've seen in my events. So, yeah, so that was really yeah it was really good. So we went from that. So from there, that was the first email that we sent out. Um, and then, so I'm just going to go over the emails that I sent, or shall we go over what we did for the post for Instagram as well? Or do you want to just jump into the emails and then we can kind of go back to how we yeah, you can stay. Yeah, whatever you think. So we did that first email and now I'm sending this out to every person that I see purchase a ticket. So every time somebody purchased a ticket into Eventbrite, they send you a little email saying, congratulations, you sold the ticket. And so I took that email address, forwarded the person that email and they now had contact from me. So I was building the email list while that was happening. 
And then during this time, so while I've sent this email out and I'm watching these ticket sales roll in and I'm texting Lindsay every couple hours, well, I sold one, Ooh, sold another one and having a little celebration, make sure you celebrate. Celebrate the small wins while you're building it because it can get a little bit overwhelming. So you have to feel the joy too. So have fun with it. Find that person that you can text and go, wow, we sold 11 tickets at three o'clock in the morning, which I definitely did. Sorry, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> we, uh, during this time, I was doing a lot of promoting on social media. So it was things like the event photo that we had created with all of our faces on it and all the information and putting it up on the storyline and saying things like tickets are going out fast. Make sure you grab one before they're sold out because they were, we were really running out of spaces quickly. And so um, in all of these posts, by the way, I was always embedding my link. So on Instagram or Facebook, make sure you have a business account and you can click link and then you can put your direct link in there and then you can title that link, whatever you want. So make sure that you've always got a direct click point. Lindsay was really good at that. Even the forms in my email or the, um, the Eventbrite links, always directly clickable links that you can have people hit on right away and go straight to. Anything yeah. that blocks people, it gives them that extra steps kind of discouraging. So you want things to be super, super quick in response for people, super live. Um, we made another post saying, uh, wow, $845 door prize. Can't wait to share this with you. You know, grab your ticket now. Uh, always promoting. Every couple of days, there was, there was some kind of a post getting put up where I was sharing my excitement and the growth of the event. I was showing people this is getting big. This is getting cool. This is getting exciting. Um, and then made a post the day of the event saying, sorry, event is sold out. I didn't say, sorry, I just said event is sold out. And for those of you that missed out on tickets, stay tuned. We've got another event coming. So Lindsay also said, make sure that when you're building that first event, you're bringing people right into your second event. You're kind of piggybacking off of that momentum and going straight into the next one. So we're already planning our next event for within the same month and we're going to piggyback off of that energy. Um, we, uh, what other posts did we do? Made a storyline post. Oh, the other one I did was if you're ever doing a collaboration event, a really great post is to take each of the people that are participating in your event and do a little introduction of them. This was actually Amanda's idea and it was brilliant. So she said, take each of the people and give them a little intro. So I had one uh, storyline post went up and it said, you know, Dr. Amanda Tulk and here's the West Valley Chiropractic Clinic. And I did a little blurb on her. And then the next slide went Madison, acupuncture with Madison, a little blurb on her. Next slide, Sandy, sound bowls, a little blurb on her. Then me, then we all hope to see you there with our group photo. So now you've personalized this to people. They can see the people they're going to be interacting with. You've made people real, which is super cool. Absolutely. Um, that, that was a great post. I had a lot of, a lot of feedback. Um, and then after the event, um, I went through my Facebook and my Instagram posts and I updated all the information on the bottom of the post. And I went in and I updated it with the big little boom symbol. And I said, sold out in caps lock on top of all my previous posts. So whenever those come up in people's histories, if they ever engage or whatever, they see that was a sold out event. It also brings those posts back up into people's news feeds. So they can see that event was posted. Ooh, she sold that out. Cool. Means next time you post one, people might jump on those tickets faster because they don't want to miss out. If they were curious the first time around, they'll be like, oh, hang on. I got to get on that now. Um, That's really smart, actually. I never thought of that, thought about that. I often delete old events off my Instagram because I'll often post like three or four times about the same event. So yeah, I'll make sure to uh, make sure I leave at least one of those mm -hmm. up there for kind of searchability. That's a good, that's a good tip. Yeah. I didn't tell her to do that. You guys, she came up with that on her own. <laughs> <laughs> Two brains. Yay. Um, so we did that one. Um, oh, and then I said, I made a post after the event 
about how grateful I was for it being a sold out event and thanking everyone for coming. I did another post with the door prize winner. So I took a photo with her at the event and put a post up saying, this is the lovely lady who won all of your prizes and then tagged all of the businesses that had collaborated with me so that yeah. you're again, feeding it back. And you always want to make sure when you're putting this kind of stuff up, tag anyone you're working with. So YYC Fempreneurs is tagged in everything I'm doing with my events with her. Um, you know, West Valley, all the collaboration people, make sure that, they, that they're all on there. It's just going to help your post go further and more people will see it. And then it helps other people promote you as well. Um, yeah, it makes it so easy for others to share your stuff. Like, you know, for Madison and for Sandy and for Amanda, they were all, and me, we were all able mm -hmm. to share your stuff so easily because it pops up in our notifications saying, you know, Leah tagged you in this post. Those, of course, I'm going to share that to my story, share that to my story, share that to my story. And then, or if they, if they tag them in a regular post, you can, of course, you could make them, what's that term they, they have now? It's like you make them a contributor to a post and then they can put that post right on their feed. Like there's lots of ways that these collaboration events can, can create so many new contacts that come into your world versus trying to hold an event on your own. So this, this is another thing that I'm going to make sure we highlight in the checklist that everyone gets is make sure if at all possible, you have this first event as something you're co-hosting with another fempreneur because you're going to be exposed to their contacts. They're going to be exposed to yours. You're going to be able to share both your audiences. It's just going to boost both of your, your businesses so much faster versus trying to do it alone. So I thought that was really cool that you did that. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think it also gives you those people to celebrate with. When it gets yeah. a little bit tired, it feels hard or you don't feel alone because you're collaborating with a team of people from moment one. So that was a huge, huge win. Absolutely. Make it a collaboration event out of the gate and then just have Lindsay in your corner. <clears throat> you were definitely my, ah! <laughs> um, so I did another post, actually funny. I did another post tagging YYC Fempreneurs and saying, this is what collaboration looks like. And I had all the people in there and the different businesses. And we had a big group photo at the event and then tag everyone's businesses. I really loved showing women working with other women in a supportive, happy, contributing environment and a way that made us all feel connected, supported, drama-free, no, you know, no competition, that way of just everybody being able to show up for each other, that felt so good. And I really wanted to showcase what that looks like to the world and be an example of that. So I was very much about the, everyone, let's take a selfie, let's take a group photo, let's take pictures of, you know, our happy faces as we work together. Cause it was a good feeling. Yeah. Um, and then the last email or sorry, the last Instagram post that I made was making a post saying, stay tuned for further details of our next event. And, uh, you know, the last one was so much fun. Can't wait for the next one. And just kind of keep dripping that, you know, that information out there. Like there's something coming and getting people excited again. Um, right. So back to the emails. We did that first email. The second email was sent out the night before the event. And it contained a response form asking what they were, sorry, the first email had the Yeah, I'm noticing there's kind of three sections here. There's the stuff you posted on social media. Right. There's the forms you created. And those forms were in those emails so there's kind of those three sections so maybe we'll categorize the list instead of in order of how you did it it'll be like these are the three things mm -hmm. i like yeah that. i'm just like kind of getting a vision for like the layout of it <laughs> anyways yeah. no you're right because there is you have to show up on on different platforms and you have to show up on different platforms differently and so mm -hmm. you're using each of those platforms to get you a specific piece of information or connection point so the next email that we sent out the night before the event asked them to fill out the, the, the form again and to remind them of any little things like bring the blanket and a yoga mat or a pillow, 
um, and then remind them if you fill out that form again, you get that extra entry into our jaw-dropping $845 prize, and I explained what was in the door prize. And so I was making them excited of what they could possibly win, while also giving a plug to each of the businesses involved again, because you want to say, you know, a complimentary acupuncture session with Madison from uh, Acupuncture with Madison. So you want to make sure that you're always bringing those things back in there. Um, and then the third email was sent out the day of the event saying, this isn't for now, it's for later, please keep this on hand, but later on in the evening you're going to need this and it was another link to a new form and this is the next one Lindsay helped me create which was the response form from the event so this is saying what was your experience like what did you love what did you wish there was less of what did you think about the length anything else you want to add and and she asked me to get everyone to pull their phones out right then and there while you're getting ready to pull the door prize ticket because you have everyone's attention and you say ladies if you could just jump on you know last chance to get that extra extra entry in here before i pull for this prize could you jump on your cell phones and take two minutes to fill out that form for me and i think one of the reasons why we did have such high interaction was a lot of that stuff was just done on the spot i think if you send people home it's out of sight out of mind they get caught up in daily life really quickly we did it on location right away at the event itself. The link was already in their email. It was already built and they just jumped right onto their phones. So, oh, and in this place, we also mentioned swag bags and told the ladies, hey, swag bags for every person who comes. And I would probably put something like that on your event poster or in your event details that says there's a little something special for each of you ladies at the end of the night. And then I reached out to people that had purchased tickets that were coming that I knew owned businesses in the area and invited them to drop a card or a gift certificate or anything that they wanted in the swag bag as well. So it was just another extension of supporting even more local businesses, which is another great contact point. Um, and then, hey, you never know, that might give you people that you're going to collaborate with in your next event. Because what if there's someone in that room who owns a business that you didn't even think of that works really well for the next time around? Um, yes, can I pause you for one second? I want to just mix in two calls to action here for fempreneurs um, watching or listening to this. So um, there is an event design and marketing course. It's at yycfempreneurs.com. You click on courses and everything that Leah just completed, maybe not everything because she's added some of her own secret sauce to this stuff. But the, the event design and marketing um, system that I've been using for years is in that course. It's three modules. It's more video-based with a little bit of like checklists in there. It's, but it's more video-based with screen shares of showing you how to do the tech stuff and how to build the images on Canva. So that is available. It is actually on sale for $100 off until November 15th. So check that out if you feel like what Leah has done here is a version of what you want to do yourself. And the next call to action is, even if you don't register for our November 8th speed dating event, go to yycfempreneurs.com, go to the events page. You'll see exactly what Leah's talking about, the way I do it. I've actually kind of come up with a bit of a corner cutting version of what she's done for her event, where I, I have kind of a, a form that you all fill out. And it's the same form that you are in when you pay. And I ask some of these questions kind of all in one step. And it's been working for quite a while now. So go and experience it. Even if you don't come to the event, go and check out the, the form that I'm talking about. It's on a, a platform called Moon Clerk, which um, Leah and I haven't used yet because we used Eventbrite for this first one. But Moon Clerk is what is what I use. And that's just because I think with Eventbrite, we were we were liking the idea of Eventbrite, putting that event out to people we don't know, because that's one of the perks of Eventbrite is that it kind of they kind of market the event for you it's kind of part of the fee that they take so we were like ooh, let's see if we can get some people to find out about leah 
that don't even know me or her or any of the, the other practitioners. So that's why we use Eventbrite, but you can, you can try lots of different things. So just wanted to mix those two calls to action in there. Please continue. And I will say a plug for that course. Uh, I first started this process not doing this because I didn't know where to start. And I was so overwhelmed with the idea. And then the hamster wheel would just start spinning. And then I would get so overwhelmed. I would talk myself out of it. And I would go back to the old fashioned. I hope people just find me magically out of nowhere. And then once I had you give me these step-by-step, -step, okay, you need to go do this now. Now you go do this, go do this. I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually doable because you're giving me these bite-sized pieces of things I could just do every day. And it added up to this fabulous event. So I really like that you've put the work in and you've built the system and you've said, if you guys just follow these steps, it's effective because it is effective and it, and it absolutely did work for us. Um, and one of the things I forgot to mention, speaking of that, is uh, when you messaged me and said, hey, great Instagram post, go boost it now. Oh, right. I can do that because especially if you don't know people or a lot of my news feed, a lot of the people I know are from out of province. So I'm from BC. I'm in Alberta. I'm trying to build a new business, but everyone in BC is going, rah, rah, we're supporting you long distance, which is great, but I'm trying to do an in-person event. So she showed me how to go into Instagram, boost my post from my local area where I was holding the event, look up a specific age group of people. If you want male, female, whatever you're looking for, and then the kind of uh, keywords that you want to put in. And then that way I was put in front of 15,000 people that otherwise would not have seen my Instagram post. And it's not a large fee you're paying in order to get that kind of advertising. So that was another brilliant idea of Lindsay's that we definitely did. We went in and boosted the post for the event. Um, so we sent out that, that, that after the event email. And in that email, um, it had, again, always embedded links. So it was always just super, super click, simple, easy, uh, make the emails fun, play around with some italics, some color, some bold here, there, keep it simple. People don't want to be sitting there reading stuff for 45 minutes. They should be able to open it and get the entire message and close it in under two minutes. You don't want to try and ask for more than that, or people are just going to space out. Um, so we sent that next email saying, um, you know, please fill out this information. And the next email I sent to them was, after the event, I sent an email saying, hey, how is everyone feeling? How is your experience? You know, at the event, some of you said you felt this. So I repeated their words back to them. Some of you said you felt really tired. Some felt rejuvenated. Some, you know, what was your experience? So I wanted to make it, make them experience it again and bring those words back up in their mind. And then I, I put a sentence there saying, are you ready to continue your healing journey and release what no longer serves you? The offer you received at the event. So you want a time sensitive offer that you have at the event to give to everyone who attends. And mine was 50% off of their very first session with me if they booked within a week. And so that's another thing Lindsay said, you have to have that time sensitivity on there. Otherwise people will just let it roll off and then they'll forget and they'll never, you'll never hear from me again. So my email was a reminder, hey guys, you have that offer sitting there in your swag bag. Don't forget to click here, put that embedded link in and book your session now before that offer expires. And, um, on the bottom, it just had a reminder of please fill out this form with the link on there as well. And a few days later, so this is right before your offer is about to expire, you send out another email saying just touching base last moments before that email, before that offer expires for you. I know life gets busy, you might not have had a chance to book, but here's the link to jump on and secure your spot with me now and have that link right in there ready and be able to make it so they can, you know, jump right on board. And so um, like Lindsay has told me, you need six or seven touches with people before they're coming in and booking or becoming a client sometimes. And so each one of those emails, each of these contact points, 
every time they read something on Instagram, every time they get an email from you, every time you put up a Facebook post, every time they come to your event, these are just touches where people are getting warmer and more comfortable with you, learning your message, learning who you are. And so a lot of her system is just showing you how to put yourself out there enough that you're repeating these steps often enough that people do jump on board with what it is you're offering because they've gotten to know you a little bit as they've watched you do all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And you've done a great job. You over delivered. I know everyone left that evening feeling like they got more than their money's worth. Um, one thing you didn't mention about the event that I thought was like so fun was <laughs> when the, when, you know, you were finished uh, talking us through the practice and then we all were allowed to start moving around. They took the needles out of us, the acupuncture needles, those of us who did that. Um, and then we had Leah brought a whole yeah. bunch of goodies and teas and so we actually got to mingle as a group of women as well. And yes. so everyone hung out for about an hour after and, and it was awesome. So I think when you're planning an event, make sure to mix in some element of community, a community gathering piece, whether it be some breakout sessions, if you're using Zoom, um, we call it speed dating here in Fempreneur Land, or whether it's a live event like Leah's and you have a little time for everyone to mix and mingle. Um, and make a friend or two, they're going to always associate that positive experience with you. And like mm -hmm. Leah said, the more of those they have, the more likely they are to become a regular client or to mm -hmm. buy you know, your big package or to, you know, sign up for a paid workshop or whatever it is that you do. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, you've went off with a bang here. Like you've done all the things in the first two weeks and now really it's just a matter of repeating the system and tiny tweaks depending on you know what you think is better i mean for example we embedded the eventbrite link in that boost you could have your own website in that boost and then they can either go and register for the event or they can go and like look around at what else you do or watch a video of you explaining why shit like so that's a big part of why i'm not usually using eventbrite i want to have a link that's on my website i always want to send them to my website so we're working on, on Leah's website, making it a little better. So that's why we didn't purposely didn't send it to her website this time. But when you're planning events, try to make sure that your homepage has the free gift and or the sign up button for that event. Those are the two most important things. When people are leaving Instagram because you piqued their interest and they're going to your website, they're doing it because they're curious. So give them what they're looking for, right? Don't make them have to scroll down 16 swipes to get to that event you talked about on Instagram. Make it at the top, put it at the top, right? And you're gonna have a new free gift on there by the time, at leahtabitha.com by the time a lot of these people head over to your website. So that'll be so cool. So even again, if, even if you, if you just subscribe to Leah's email list to get her free gift, just to see the process as a fempreneur, wanting to see how other fempreneurs are doing it, and then you unsubscribe later, that's fine, do that. But like, go check it out, see what she's got and find a way to do it yourself. You know, and if you need help, there's a course available for you and yes. just get around more fempreneurs, right? Like come out to our event on November 8th. I know Leah's going to be there. It's at Trolley 5 on 17th Ave and there's always events coming up. So I really appreciate <laughs> Leah doing this. We kind of like kind of threw this idea at her of like, Hey, build a checklist, reverse engineer everything you just did. And then let me interview you about it on Instagram. Oh, she was like, Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm so proud of you for doing all of this. You've done so much and you're just, you're bringing women together. You're shining your light, you're changing lives and you should be so proud of yourself. 
Thank you for helping guide me. I had no idea where to start and I was so overwhelmed and I was playing so small. And the second I met you, I knew I was like, here we go. This is the person I knew I needed her to just hold my hand and tell me it's going to be okay and give me some steps. And I'm, I feel like a rocket. Like I've just, it's just going to go and it's what I needed. And so many little things you've shown me, like those just automate the, for instance, the get response that we built where you had them click submit on the form and it automatically rerouted them to the booking page of my website. Brilliant. It was little stuff like that, that I had no idea as an entrepreneur. And I think we get this idea in our head. We're supposed to do everything alone and we have to figure it all out ourselves. And I believe that it is more important than ever. When you are building your own business, you have to go find a community of people that all hold skill sets that you can tap into. Don't do it all by yourself. Don't think you have to know everything. Find someone like Lindsay who can say, hey, did you know that when they click the, the submit form at your event and they're in love with what just happened and they're chit-chatting with the person next to them about their amazing experience, your booking link can pop right up on their phone. And I was like, oh, I have no idea. So. Learn little tricks like that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, little automations that are built into a lot of these apps that I've come to know and love, but these, these little apps, as I call them, can feel like giant beasts to people. So that's why I really try to simplify it and dumb it down and create those screen share kind of walkthrough videos in my courses. And there's some free ones on YouTube as well. This video will end up on YouTube. Um, so for those of you watching this on YouTube, the links for everything that Leah and I are talking about are below this video. And uh, I want to shout out to Laura. She's, uh, she's the one that edits all this awesome stuff. She puts it on the podcast. She puts it on YouTube. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. So like Leah said, have, have a team around you, whether they're just a team that are there to bounce ideas off of or whether you start growing your team and hiring people to help you, like Leah hired me to help her. I hire Laura to help me. We can't do it all, right? And sometimes yeah. we discover parts of our business that we either are kind of dropping the ball in because we don't love it or we just feel overwhelmed by it. And we don't even know why. It's like, just reach out. And the best place to find, I think, support as a fempreneur is in a group of fempreneurs because a lot of us like to wear many hats and we're multi-talented and you can often find someone who's building a health and wellness business, but is freaking awesome at Instagram and will help you with that. And while she's growing her brand new business, like there's lots of cool synergies that happen when you get around this community. So, so thank you, Leah, for magically coming into our community from Kukanusa Lake. And is there anything you want to leave entrepreneurs with? Like, I kind of feel like I want you to share kind of just like that, that big message, that thing that you just, maybe thing that you wish you would have started doing 10 years ago or, um, just anything that you can leave with them, kind of a short and sweet kick in the ass, so to speak. I think the biggest, um, the biggest takeaway I've received so far from, from this whole experience has thank you for teaching me and showing me that it can be safe and it can be okay to work in a community and that it is safe for like-minded women to come together and build powerful, beautiful things not in competition, but in collaboration. And thank you for creating a place that we can come to do that and feel rewarded, feel seen, feel supported, feel heard, and gave me the strength and the inspiration I needed in order to do everything I've just accomplished. And so I guess the biggest thing is find your people, find your people that will support you and that will help you and that will push you. I mean, today I was, I was trying to crap out on her. I was like, I don't think I can do this today. And she was like, get it together. You're doing it. And she's right. We can. So I think that's the biggest thing is I shouldn't have spent, no, I, I don't like to say the word should, because there's always lessons taken out of that. But I really feel like the lesson, I guess, is that 
I didn't have to do it alone. I didn't have to try to do it by myself. I didn't have to spend all the months that I spent beating my head against the wall trying to learn GoDaddy to build my website when I could have just, you know, reached out to someone else and said, right, which system are you using? So just streamline your process and then find your cheerleaders. Absolutely have to find your cheerleaders. Those are vital because it gets hard sometimes and it gets sticky sometimes and you don't always have a sold out event you know what if my next event has two people at it that's a win for me and that's going to be amazing because that's going to be intimate and beautiful and i'll have my cheerleaders in my quarter saying hey good for you good for having you know two souls that you can sit with and spend that time with so find those people who can help you frame the hard moments and that they'll celebrate with you through the wins through the struggles through the whole process find your cheerleaders Thank you for being one of mine. Yeah, it's been so fun. <laughs> it's been so fun. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just blown away by by the way that you do. You I, I notice when you kind of hit the wall and you're like, oh, and then like I just love how you <laughs> kind of you're like, oh, and then you're like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, and I'm just like, hey, and it's okay, and we're gonna keep going anyways. And then sometimes <laughs> you're like, nope hit the wall for the day and a couple times I'm like okay because I will push until I feel resistance so you have to literally tell me no six times before I will stop <laughs> and so I think it's good because uh yeah because you've gotten a, I think you've gotten a lot more done than a lot of um fempreneurs would have gotten done I think one of the cool things about what you've what you've got going on right now is yeah you've got a busy life with all the kids and you know the the hubby and everything but you have you you left your job like you you decided to go full-time so your day even though things pop into your day that you maybe don't plan on or want them there you still have a lot of time dedicated let's be real this stuff takes work and it takes time and until you get the systems down it's going to take a little more time just because you're going to clunk sometimes and be like look oh i missed a step i gotta go back and redo that and like it's just going to get it's going to get easier and more streamlined as time goes on but the cool thing about what you've done is you've really, you've really harnessed your calendar and you've harnessed your power to control your time. And, you know, you haven't very often made excuses about, you know, things coming into your life that you can't deal with so that you can still do the things you promised you do. You've been really good at, at saying, you know, I'm in charge of my calendar and I'm in charge of where my time goes. And I think we've talked about this with what you do. You help women feel that sense of self-worth so that they know that it's okay to say things like, to their, their husband or their kids and say, no, 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 I have a checklist that I have to get done or my business does not move forward. And so you're going to, you know, clean up dinner. Or I'm not even going to cook dinner tonight. I'm going to stay in my office with the door closed. Yeah. Like that kind of self-worth feeling that I think gets us to the point where we, we give ourselves permission to work on our businesses. Yeah. And you've really done that. And you, you obviously really know that the impact you have in people's lives and the moral obligation you have to, to get cracking, to keep giving her. So good for you. Thank you very, very, very much. I am excited to see where this goes because we are just getting started. Thank you so much for listening, Fempreneurs. Wasn't that awesome? So if you are building an event or you want to build an event, but you don't know where to start, there is a checklist link below this video. It's also at yycfempreneurs.com slash Leah. It will not be there forever. It's going to be there until the end of November. So on December 1st, it will disappear. This is 2022, by the way. So go and grab it. Make sure to utilize it. There's also a link there to check out the event design and marketing course. If having a checklist 
isn't enough for you and you want some camaraderie with other fempreneurs and you want some support from me, then check out that course. It is there in the link as well. You can also go to yycfempreneurs.com and just click on the courses button. All right, we'll see you back here real soon. Bye for now.